I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What a breakfast. Yes, I've heard of Brussels pate. Of course, have we never heard of Brussels pate? I mean, it was sort of, I think it's kind of a mixture of pate, isn't it? It's like a blended whiskey, isn't it? It's, what, like, it's like a sort of, you know what I mean, like the really offal. What are we going to do with that, Dave? Stick it in our Brussels, Brussels bucket. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're not that out in yeah. the Tesco's, yeah. Prophecy has been fulfilled. Mm. His arrival has been awaited by monarchs and soothsayers. At last, he hath come and padlocked <laughs> his racer to a lamppost outside Lundis. <laughs> it yes. is, of course, Paul Whitehouse. Paul Whitehouse, it's so nice. Thank to you very here. much. Yeah. Yeah, what was my racer? Got Campagnolia gears? Oh, so you do know your racer. Do you, did you have a racer? No, not really. I mean, you have picked the person with the single least interesting cars and modes of transport but when you were a kid did you not have a push bike of course i did yeah well what was it then come on well it was just a little rally bike you know maybe and then i never made the leap to racer i was obsessed with them at the time you know when i was a kid and can i say that peter grimes broke mickey graham's gears on his racer Peter Grimes from the Benjamin Britten opera. Well, close, except he was a little criminal. And Mickey Graham tried to kill him for years afterwards. All because of just well, that incident with the bicycle. Yeah, and Peter Grimes did grow up to be a full-on proper criminal. Was it really? Gripper Grimes. What's the score? Grip 3-0, my son. That's what you had to say to Gripper. What's the score then, Grip? 3-0, my son. What was the 3-0 referring to? I don't know. Did he ever watch football or...? I don't... We didn't really talk about football. No. It, but that was how you had to greet him. And then... I mean, yeah. he did die. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he... Uh, what, in criminal activities? Yeah. He was in a stolen car with uh, R- Robbie Raymond and they drove into a lamppost. Oh, I no. think that was the end of Peter Grimes. Well, uh, uh, oh, in did. pursuit. Yeah, I think, yeah. It was a very naughty boy. It was a naughty boy. But yeah. Mickey Graham... Uh, would have destroyed him. And Mickey Graham's black in an area that was, at the time, very white. Now it's not, it's very mixed. But at the time, he, they were the, at our school, you know. They were the only black family. So Mickey Graham was your mate? Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah. And his brother, Stephen, was my close mate, and he was a skinhead, Stephen. Had short hair, Ben Sherman's, you know, yeah. Crombie's. What were you skinhead? Yeah, not really. I'm not, I wasn't a very good one, Tim. Uh, no. Were you listening to the reggae music? No, not really, no. no I like Scott, but I never really got into like deep reggae. 
I mean, what mm. a journey that is growing up. Isn't it? Let's face it, you know. Do you know who I feel most sorry for? Who's that? Just ordinary people growing up and having to deal with the growing difficulties up. of life. Yes. A little bit of loneliness yes. here. Yeah. You know, perhaps a had... misshapen knee there. Yeah. Because, you know. Because people hadn't done that before, had they? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you were very much one of the first, weren't you? Sorry. <laughs> Although, you know, life is, can be very cruel, even though it seems to be tripping along in gentle suburbia. Yeah. There's, a, there's a horrors around every corner, aren't there? Yeah. yeah. Well, you should know more than most. I don't know why I said <laughs> I that. I don't know why um, But uh, I'll take it from you, Jim. I, I, I was thinking of you and Bob fishing. <laughs> I, was the, I was around the corner. I walked around a bush and there he was. Oh. I was out once watching some uh, bloke fishing. and I think it might have been Elton John. It looked like him. <laughs> but he pulled out yeah. a rusty bicycle on the end of his fishing line. That, of course, is fiction. But would that really ever happen? Could you pull out a, a rusty bike on the end of your fishing line? Are we talking rhyming slang here? No. <laughs> oh, right. Could I okay. apologise? I'm trying to work out what that might be. <laughs> Could I apologise for the line of my colleagues questioning here? At this yes, point? thank you. <laughs> um, it does seem a little bit like an interrogation. A little, a little bit loaded. Yeah. First of all, let me, let's break it down into sections here. Because you, the, the programmes you did with Bob Fishing mm. were the most relaxing programmes. Too relaxing almost? No, so relaxing oh. it made me feel happier. and It was like oh, nice. treacle pudding. It was lovely. Oh, right. I loved oh, it. But, yeah. but... Would you think it would be likely, whilst you were fishing, first of all, ever to see, as my client says, Elton John? Well, I think I'm glad you put it as as your client, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so colleagues, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think if we saw him on the riverbank or by the lake, he'd probably use Reg Dwight, wouldn't he? he wouldn't, yeah. I don't think he'd be Elton John. He'd probably he'd be have Reg Dwight go, written on his yeah, back. yeah. Sponsored by, yeah. wouldn't he? And on his cat, his fishing cat. Now, here's a fishing story. My only fishing story that I've got is when I was about 14, I used to go fishing like everyone, and then I gave yeah. up. But I used Probably to go, wise, Jim, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wish I had. I went with um, <laughs> a small gang of us, and one of them brought along his brother. So we had pans that we were going to cook our beans in and things like that. And uh, so this lad says, I really need a dump. I'm going off into the woods. So he goes off, we carry on fishing, and he comes back and I said, did you, you manage it all right? And then he, he says, he says, yeah. I said, where did you go? And he went, he says, oh, I went in the woods. He said, but it's not there anymore. I said, well, what, what do you mean? He said, there it is in the river. And he'd had a dump in our pan that we we're going to cook our beans in ah. and then put it afloat on the river and it was sailing past us. Oh, hopeless friend. Did you give it a salute or sort of wave it off? Well, I, I suppose we thought it was hilarious at first, and then it turned to complete um, yeah. horror as we realised we had nothing to cook our beans it, in. Was that the only reception? Why did he take that with him? Why did he spot oh, that? Who knows? That was his, you know, in his and mind. that was the that only was, bean receptacle yeah, you had. He had to do it in something. Do you want me to enlighten yeah. you about yeah. defecating in, yes, the, in, the, in the woods? Yes, which you, you have to do sometimes when you're fishing. Yes, how, well, which you, again you, makes it less and less attractive to me because I do like a toilet. Yeah, yeah, I you think know. most most of us do. Yeah, we do. Don't I we, mean, really. some there will be there will be the listener that is actually. No, no, I'm fine. Give me a spade, please, yeah, and exactly, I'll, yeah, yes, but, I'll go out by the fir tree. Anyway, yeah. so what is what are the keys to when we're well, when we're in the wild? I mean, I don't want to be too graphic about this because I know that's not the nature of this podcast. But one of the problems you have, especially if you're wearing waders, is getting yeah. enough distance. distance between the orifice. And the, the trouser, yeah, yeah. yes, you because don't... otherwise, you know what I'm saying. Yes, yeah, a disaster. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's back again. So one way around this is to find a nice branch, good height, you yeah. know, about five feet off the ground, say, so that you can 
sort of hang and, and keep, yeah, your, I'm keep your legs out. You know, don't you yeah. know what I mean, don't you, Jim? Yeah. This would be careful when you get back down then. I don't know if I can believe this. It's absolutely true. Uh, It's like leaning back aspect, is it? But uh, do you find that a a particular fisherman's haunt, there's a branch that is now worn quite shiny (laughs) because of fishermen who... And then beneath me, very fertile. (laughs) (laughs) With a beautiful crop of daffodils. Wild flowers everywhere. Do you like travelling? Do you like going away? No, I don't. I have had a motto for a long time, long before lockdown. I've my motto has been "Why go? Don't go anywhere." Yeah. I, I nearly got my motto wrong there. Yeah. But, <laughs> why go anywhere? Don't go anywhere. Yeah. Is that Latin or why go anywhere? Don't go anywhere. No, that is good. No, it's not a bad motto, is it? Yeah, yeah. And of yeah. course, it came true, didn't it? Really, for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Not just. Yeah. Not just you. So but you I know. do have one memorable journey from my childhood. Yep. It's quite a good one. Where did you go? Um, well, my mum was a singer, and uh, she came from the Rhonda Valley, and, and my dad did as well. They both came from two parts of the Rhonda Valley. But anyway, she learned to sing. She was my mum came from, as I say, not being prolier than now, but a very, uh, you know, sort of staunch mining background. And her mum took her out of school at fourteen, went to work in a chemist. But she'd been she'd played the piano and she sang in a choir, like a lot of people do in Wales, and. Uh, is it a patron? A patron the the um, M and S, the Seafoot family. They were sort of benevolent. Is that right? Patrons, yeah, yeah. Martin Spencer Seafoot, Lady Seafoot, or something. Anyway, this this is what she tells me. She can't tell me anymore because she doesn't remember who I am. But she heard her sing and paid for her to have singing lessons. Oh, and yeah, and she became she became a soprano for Welsh National Opera. Oh, and they toured Germany, East Germany. So when I was 10, 11, we drove across Europe, right in the height of the Cold War, you know, across my dad, and he had a, a, a gold Zodiac. It was not really like my dad at all. But you know how everyone went a little bit flashy in the 70s? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What, which, which Zodiac? The flare and an orange yeah, yeah. sofa. Yeah, yeah, but which, which, mm. which, was it the last model Zodiac with all of the lights across the back with the aircraft carrier bonnet? or the... it, it certainly had those big fins on it, you know, oh, yeah. fairly big oh, fins. Know, it was gold, one, yeah. gold metallic, second hand, but it was automatic. It was like very glamorous at the time, it felt like it anyway. And he drove it across uh, Holland, you know, Germany, East Germany. We went right into Driving East Germany. Yeah. That and and me and my sister. Adventure. Where did you oh, it's brilliant because, of course, you hit the autobahns. You can go 100 miles an hour and, and it could. It was, a, I remember it now vividly, the, the excitement, the thrill of a car going 100 miles an hour plus, you know, on the autobahns. So there's a four of you in the car. Yeah. You, go, you get the ferry, presumably, do you? Yeah, all our holidays were ferry because we only ever went to, like, Ireland or... Because my dad's family originally came from there, so that was quite good as well. But yeah. just going back to your Cold War exploits, yes. So you're, you're. We went through. I sort of have this. I might have glamorised it as Checkpoint Charlie, with a lot of you know East German soldiers, you know, sort of taking the car apart, laughing at it because it was. I mean, you can imagine it. Everyone drove a larder, didn't they? Yeah. A little white larder, and on comes this, you know, symbol of decadent capitalism. Yeah, and a great name as well. Yeah. Das yeah. Ford Zodiac. <laughs> das Ford Zodiac or Der Ford Zodiac. Yeah. yeah. And they sort of, you know, they, they mocked us a bit and they 
They well, gave you the proper you, what, because of your flashy car. Yeah, because yeah. flashy and your flares. Yeah. Car, yeah, yeah. And your flares, exactly. And you didn't say, well, I don't know what your life in that, because yeah. you've only got a larder and straight trousers. <laughs> Little did we know that punk was only round the corner. Yeah. And they'd be laughing <laughs> yeah, on, on the on right side sort of, of the... the yeah. yeah, there we yeah. are. So anyway, your, your so, mum was singing yeah. in, uh, like, big opera houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not massive, but, you know. Yeah. I, but, you know so we, you, so we, we, went, we, stayed, we ended up in Potsdam, and we stayed with the interpreter with... Her dad was a scientist. Hello. A scientist. Oh, yeah. Right? And he has invented nylon also. Yeah. Yes? And they had a house that, uh, I mean, you know, to us was like... It was like something from Hampstead, you know, which is like, you know, it's a huge open plan house. Cigarettes. You know those... You know people used to have fags? Available in yes. a like if a little well, pot. The, the rich did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just help you just help yourself to a fag. And a specially designed yeah. dispenser. Yeah, and they had bags. duvets. We didn't know oh, what they were. Duvets. Like you know, they used to bath every day. So this is all my the... sister. I remember saying, "It's great having a shower every day, isn't it, or a bath? Because it means you don't get cheesy feet." And she's right, isn't she? She is but, right. But, yeah, so but... you're saying that your experience, you there, you'd gone behind the iron curtain where yeah. everybody's like sort of. Having a hard time. In fact, they're living this glamorous lifestyle. Well, they were certainly. Yeah. So they. I mean, East Berlin still was a, uh, a mess, though. I mean, it was just rubble. Still bomb sites bomb. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It was an incredible thing to do. I always think, really, hats off to me dad. You know, for driving all that way. Yeah, in a gold Zodiac. Perfect car for it. But yeah. had you been, as an example, had you been playing on bomb sites in London, and then did you then play on the uh, Berlin bomb sites? And have you got any comparatives? <laughs> we. They, we didn't really have many bomb sites around us in Enfield. It, we did have a, a, a shelter at the bottom of our garden, though. an old shelter, you know. We never got into it. But An Anderson? You, I don't know, it was dug in, you know. We never yeah. got in there. But it might have just been a bit of old concrete. Someone said that was an air raid shelter. By the Royal Enfield factory. Yeah. And they make um, munitions in there. Yeah, they did. So they wouldn't yeah. want to bomb you around there. No, that's true. You would have thought that would have been a target. But I don't think it was ever hit or even... It must have been targeted, mustn't it? Yeah, we anyway, think so. Apparently, there's big sort of tanks and stuff around there, like ancient tanks, where they test out some of the munitions. But we never found that. We even on, you know, when we would go f- fishing and then we'd go on manoeuvres, you know, and try yeah. and get into places that you're not allowed to get into. Well, is that what you do? Um, yeah. Well, for, well, when you're a kid, you do, yeah, don't of course you? you do. Oh, not now. No. No, no, I wouldn't do it now, Jim. No, no, <laughs> no, no, nowadays. It, well, yeah, I think I think. Try and scale a fence. Do you not go fishing, fishing in illegal one. places? Not anymore. But going back to is your cold. I had no idea about your. You're one of the few people that we have had on the show that's had immediately close hand experience of Cold War. Uh, East Berlin. Uh, yeah, it's gone to stay with people who are clearly part of the establishment because they've it. got this great big comfortable yeah. house. And, and round the corner was a shop that sold, you know, I can remember it now, this Apfelsaft, apple juice. And I remember it as being the finest tasting apple juice I'd ever had. But of course, you know, it's legacy of Germany and they do get a lot of things right there, don't they? So even... In East Germany, do you think that... Well, in communist East Germany? No, I don't know. Doesn't sound too bad now, really, does it? Well, you're painting it, yeah, yeah. Well, I I can only speak from my experience. As I say, I did see a lot of buildings that were still in a state of disarray and disrepair. Nothing like, you know, London. I know, obviously, bomb sites were sort of cornered off and kept out of public view, but there, there were, you know, huge areas of devastation in public buildings yeah, it's a yeah. long time ago. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, lot. yeah I caught yeah. a bream in a lake there as well. I took some fishing gear and I caught 
caught so it was, it was worthwhile so they had bream a, a as cold, well a cold war <laughs> fish i tell you i did go to russia i went fishing in a place on the kola peninsula it was and it used to be a military zone and it's got these amazing salmon rivers that run into the arctic sea it's the bit of russia that's next to finland yeah and so it was heavily militarized and you fly to murmansk which is where in the top of the kola peninsula right. in russia yeah it sounds like one of those wartime ports and it's because it is and then you we got a helicopter a military helicopter that took you down into the wilderness tundra and you camped on the river oh i know it's incredible so what did you just you went there for fun yeah for fun yeah it was early did days and they were opening this place up because it just so you organized the helicopter and everything no i didn't <laughs> who did that then one of the local commissariat is probably still you know the cold war was barely over Gorbachev's hair yeah. had probably, you know, just started to go. <laughs> and and that's when we went, yeah. Oh, the guy shot a dog in the camp. That's how, you know, hardcore it was. For what purpose? It was annoying him. Really? No, I really? should kill. I don't like... Like that, yeah. God. Oh, it's frontier life. God, it right? really it's was frontier life. But later on, just, just thinking this, when you were in the death of Stalin... Mm. Uh, you must have based part of your <laughs> your performance on your early experiences. No, I just did my accent. And, uh, he was oh. a bit of a mod, I think. My mm. my guy. Yeah. Really. Apparently, he had like he had his suits made in Italy, and mm. and uh, yeah, he was, I can't even remember his name now. That's pretty poor. Why was it based on reality? Some reality, a version of reality. Yeah, I did every anything that Armando Iannucci said, you know, yeah. but he didn't tell me to do anything, so I was in a bit of a vacuum, really. <laughs> do you remember when uh, in the olden days I was just showing you a picture earlier on yes. when we played Slade? I remember it very well, Jim. And we used to go around. Do you remember what car we used to go around in? It wasn't it a VW? No, it was oh. a Hillman Imp. Ah, of course it was. Because... Why would you drive a? If you're in Slade, why would you drive a VW? No, because the, the, the way we played them was it was like a family. Like, uh, yeah. I was the dad, yeah. Bob was the mum, who was Dave Hill, and you were the we two We were the two boys. brothers, yeah. So I thought, what car, if it was a little family from Birmingham, what would have got? And it was a Hillman Imp. Of course it And that was be. a gold Hillman Imp. Gold Hillman Imp. Yeah. Oh, can, isn't it weird? I can't remember that. And I've watched it. But it seems <laughs> gold cars seem to be sort of part of your... This is a thread going Aren't through there many life? gold cars around these? Not I don't many. think so. No, it's I not, don't no. see so many. But you've got a very inconspicuous car parked outside, haven't you? Well, I've got my Auburn Boattail Speedster, yeah. brackets 1934, parked outside. It's a bit of a notice box, yes, mm. but uh, it's got a, you've got to sort of exercise it or it doesn't work. It's the worst thing oh. you can do. Yeah. If you don't use the cars, then that's there. The brakes seize up. and fizz, Why is that uh, then? You, can you explain why well, that happens? They're like people. Are you know, they really? You know, you want, people need exercise. They need a bit of loving care. You know, mm. a little bit of thought sometimes, just a, fr- a, just mecha- a hello it's, it's sometimes. The, but to we're, people. we're living, breathing creatures. That's that's not. I've got a, a large collection of watches which need exercising. Yeah, they need winding up and taking out, and a little bit of and a little bit of care. Perhaps a little stroke. Yeah, I've got a couple of watches like that. I don't. You're not wearing a watch today, though. No, I've got a mobile phone, and I just check that for the time. I see. Yeah, I know. Sorry, it's not. I just wondered, you know, because some people apparently. David Cameron doesn't wear a watch. Why is that? Well, good I question. thought you were going to make do some political humour there. No, know. no, no. Oh, it's right. just, just, just he doesn't wear a watch. Where's well, Ben Elton when you need him, eh? Yeah. What's that old joke? People say, so what time is it? Um, oh, I can't remember it now. Time you got a watch, isn't it? That's the one, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And what, have you got a match? 
my face. No, that's see, it. Yeah, you always get it the wrong way. <laughs> you get around, it the wrong way around, don't you? <laughs> my, my, my face, face and your ass. <laughs> always. And that Why is do you always get it the wrong way around? <laughs> yeah, but always. As two professionals, as two professionals, <laughs> as your calf, could you just do it once the right way around for the people yeah, at home? Yeah. Have you have you got a match? Yeah, you'll face my ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's funnier the other way around, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. funny, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Has anyone ever approached you to have the White House fishing rod? Well, the White House special. The CEO of what's CEO stand for? Chief Executive Officer. Officer. I thought it was. Oh, is it? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, what do you think it was? No, I didn't know. I thought it might be chairman, but I think you're right. So ah. I think, no, I think you're absolutely right. right. Well, cheerful. It's a, not. It's a bit of a cheerful, mouth, cheerful yeah. executive officer. <laughs> um, they're of sport fish, which is a sort of male order. More sort of fly fishing stuff. I asked if me and Bob would help launch their spring. Really? So, yeah, but didn't offer us any money, so we said no. Oh. But well, I mean, come really, on, yeah, you know, fair is fair. Yeah, so no, is we've, it, been, it, we've been offered the old bit of you know, if you want some gear to, you know, like they want some, you gear. can't get your name. On gear, it. Sir. Huh? Can you, you can't get your name on it on something? Well, we could probably we could launch our own, couldn't we? I fishing. Sure. I'll tell you what, yeah. the um, portable branch that you can lean against. <laughs> no, that is a, the, uh, that's a go, good one. Get James. the white out. That is a the very Jim. Conf- yes. That is a good one. You get a cut I've on it. There's a lot of people out. making a lot of money since our show's been on. Bob Bob looked at the sales of Angling Direct. He said it was going down, 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 down. And since we started going through again, there you are, you see. You're so what they want. I think Jim's portable branch. Yeah. yeah. So no, all the, it is the really shitty, is the how do you, how do you fix it? The shitting branch. <laughs> it's, a, it's a frame, a small frame, like a. An, it's an got to be extendable for yeah. the, the size of the, the angler yeah, involved. A frame, a, a telescopic. Can, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's Tele- what I meant. Sorry, Tele- telescopic. Yeah. Uh, uh, so how do you branch. affix it to? No, you just it's freestanding. A frame like a tent. It'd have to be with, really a, bar, with a beam in between. Right. So you're out fishing, and so it's, pass me the White House. And then, so if there's no tree, if you're in a sort of treeless area fishing, yeah, you could attach you've it no to branch. The side, you just as Jim said, it's got an A frame, and you're away. Attach it to the side of a person's room that you're like, in. I certainly think we should put some feelers out. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. yeah. Is there some sort of fishing manufacturer? Well, it's probably not. Is it? It's maybe camping. There's a crossover though, isn't there? Yeah. Do you like you camping? Know. You enjoy? No, camping? I'm not a very good uh, camper. No. But you went in Russia where they shot the. Dog, yeah, yeah, we did, and they—I mean—they had two man tents in there, and you had to have a, a fire going all night, and because um, keep wild animals away. Well, because it was cold, Jim. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. When was the first time you went at a camping experience? Oh, I remember going camping with the Cubs, 
And uh, do you, you? So you lived in Enfield for a while. Well, I went to I went to a school there for five minutes. Spicer, sounds Spicer. Oh yeah, I think I know that. Yeah, Spicer. Yeah, yeah it sounds familiar. George right. Spicer. Yeah, that sounds yes. familiar. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the vinegar heiress or the <laughs> vinegar company, Spicer's Vinegars. Would it be nice to be a vinegar heiress? Wake well, up one no, day and realise you're worth bloody millions. Millions, you know? yeah, yeah. Through yeah. no effort. Vinegar right. millions. But it's <laughs> the vinegar millions. <laughs> anyway, we went camping in a place only around the corner from my mum's house, Forty Hall. Oh, yeah. So I could go, you know, I could go home, really. Did you? Take me about half an hour, you know, by day two I'd had enough. Yeah, yeah. I liked cooking beans and a burnt sausage, you mm. know. I, never I still really like a burnt it. sausage. If I'm going to have a sausage, which is yeah. very rare, it better be burnt. It's very bad for you. What, sausage, sausage or burnt? Both. Burnt, burnt food's very bad for burnt, you. Burnt food is very bad for you, and sausage is very bad for you, really, isn't it? So is it? Are they really bad? Pretty bad, Jim. So I, I suppose if you, if you had a burnt sausage mm. and a bit of burnt toast, You're in washed trouble. down by a bottle of cognac, that's the worst thing you could do. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great, though, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> Especially if you, what, camp- it, it? if you were camping. Exactly oh, you'd, sort of- you'd kill for that, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm really very, that keen on camping. I no. did go... I gave you back to the, the lavatory area as well. Yeah, it's all. I know. I didn't mean it to be lavatorial, but we yeah. are talking outdoors. Yeah. At, we're outdoorsmen for yeah. the purposes of this it's discussion. Like, it's aren't like, we? yeah, you're talking. Get out of your comfort zone. No. And I'm saying, well, why is that then, Jim? I sort of see you as fairly intrepid, or at least you go out with lots of good intentions. Oh you? yeah, but no, I, I'm always outdoors. But um, oh, yeah. camping, I, I did it when I was younger, and mm. I, I'm not doing that again. No. Me and my mate, when we were about twenty got stranded on the Isle of Wight and uh, we couldn't get to it we were we had a tent but stranded we well yeah we got there we got there late I think we might have gone to the pub and then it was too late to go to a campsite so we got underneath a fisherman's boat a small rowing boat oh, which, had the Kenzian. yeah and we got really? under it and went to sleep and then at, like, did you sleep though well yeah we'd had some beer so it made mm, it, it right. made the whole process yeah. a lot easier on the hard ground. That was the finest it, night's sleep then, I'd uh, ever had. Then at 4.30, the fisherman lifted oh. the boat up to reveal us, like two boys startled underneath his boat. So we got up and ran off, as he would do. What did he say? What was his utterance? I, can't, I really can't remember. I just remember him lifting the, you know, the, the bright light yeah. and his shadow, the sun behind him and just yeah. his husky yeah. shadow. Yeah. Did, where did you run to? Ventnor. Safety. Oh, Ventnor. <laughs> <laughs> And here's a message from our sponsors. Please don't shoot me. You got what you came for. What else do you want? Please. I have a wife and two small chilled drinks waiting for me in the bar. (laughs) Baby shams? You bet. (laughs) Who are the Beatles of the fishing world? Uh, The Beatles of the fishing world would be, um, well, I suppose you'd have to go with... Probably you and Bob. Yeah, me and Bob. <laughs> You're the Simon and Garfunkel of the fishing. Right? <laughs> I'm I'm Lennon, he's McCartney. Yeah, the yeah we we'll go we we'll go with Simon and Garfunkel and leave it there. Sure. <laughs> Isaac Walton, who was the sort of the, yeah, the Godfather of fishing, yeah. he wrote the Complete Angler in the 17th century. Is that any good? Still, it is actually. Honestly, it's got a nice turn of phrase, and it's quite interesting. About it's more about attitude and. You know, lifestyle really. Then, and he, what, it was. What, what does he suggest then? Well, he suggests go go gentle and be quiet by the waterside and stealth and you know uh, uh, involve yeah. yourself well, in I your surroundings. Have, I could have told you that. 
I like your turn of phrase. I mean, he does it with the gentleness of you. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to knock that into your son. But really, so he's talking about it like almost from a Zen yes. type of uh, yeah. Uh, well, there is a lot attitude of yeah. like he's just being in being in a place. Yeah. The paradise is now. This moment I'm in, mm. I've just got to be in a part along yeah. with it, the well, cosmology I, of where I, I am. I mean, we try and put that across in our show a little bit, but of course, there's a. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a wide range of. Um, you know, approaches. Uh, all human life is there. It's like the difference between twitchers and birders. Yeah, what's the, the twitcher guy? Like, look, look, get a phone call. There's, um, you know, yeah, there's a puffing. Fourth Peregrine. Be. Run. So they yeah. all like go off like hundreds of miles. Yeah. Just to note it down in a book. Right. And then you got birders like me, yeah. who will be quite happy on my own, gently looking. Yeah. And taking it all in. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a reasonable analogy. I like the. Walton attitude, I think, of yes. just being there, gently becoming part of something. Yeah, he takes you know. a, he takes a young Venator, which I believe is a sort of, um, you know, uh, an ingenue, and he takes him on this journey down the river and says, you know, this is why you should delight in fishing. Really, not just for that. It's the, it's the pub over there and the frothy yeah. pint. Oh, look at the milkmaid. So you know, and the cowslips. Mean, you know, it's all of that. So yeah. Uh, that, and, and he does capture it beautifully. And it reads quite well, still, I think. Mm. And the 18th century fisherman, was he, did he have a, was it very different? He must have had the same. Well, they, eat, they ate everything. Oh, really? They caught, yeah. yeah. I mean, the rivers were like, the you know, Industrial Revolution then occurred, so all the rivers were pretty well unpolluted, you know, there's no agricultural pollution, which is quite a bad thing now. There's less industrial pollution. but So, ironically, a lot of the rivers cleaned up after the demise of heavy industry. But a lot of agricultural pollution takes place, and and from the water companies, ironically. But um, in those days, yeah, they they ate everything. Mm. Isaac Walton, and then the other one would be J.R. Hartley from yeah. the Yellow Pages, I suspect, <laughs> is he? It would be him, wouldn't it? Well, he's the one who's probably you know stuck most in the public consciousness, yeah. isn't he? Weirdly, a, a, a fictitious bloke for a Yellow Pages ad. Where's he now? And yeah. where's his Yellow Pages? Yeah, we don't need exactly. him. Yeah. Anyway, so full circle, I'm going to go back to my first question, which you didn't answer. You know, if you're watching a, the kids in comics and in the old films and that, they would pull out a rusty bicycle or a boot yes. from the river. Okay. Would that ever happen? It's very unlikely. I don't, I've never seen a rusty bike or a boot being caught, but I did once catch a salmon with my feet. A salmon? Yeah, oh. it's true. I was wading down the river fishing for salmon and I wasn't catching anything and I felt this sort of thing around my uh, feet and uh, you know, I thought it was a stick or a rusty bicycle perhaps, yeah. you know. Bent down to extricate myself from it. It was some fishing line. I got hold of it like that and there was a salmon on the end. And I got it, I let it go. Mm. Alive? I thought, yeah, yeah, very much alive, yeah. So someone had just lost it. Yeah. Yeah, and I gave it back its freedom. I tickled a trout once. Did you? Honestly, I've never seen it done, Jim. And I've done it, honestly. I swear mm. I did. I was at the tees when I was a kid, and mm. someone told me, I don't think my dad, because my dad used to go fly yeah. fishing a lot. You go under the bank where yeah. they hide. Yeah, they do and hide. And you go that's slowly right, down, so you see one, just tickle yeah. it very gently till it yeah. goes into its stupor. A little torpor, yeah. And then hook it out and throw yeah. it onto the bank in and a swift movement. Mm. Yeah, apparently... Apparently it's it. true. Oh, I've never done it, and uh, I've never seen it done. But I have read 
many yeah. times I've, what, I've tickled a rusty bike out of the River Lee what about submarine you ever, ever fancied just going in no, a sort of one man submarine I'm, I'm, I'm a bit claustrophobic I find that hell and men in an enclosed space under the sea please mm. please oh, yeah. don't please don't ever no, make me do, do that with men I went with a bunch of women. If I could go, if I knew it was, a, you know, I wasn't going, like, I wasn't in the Navy, for example, and I was just going on an hour little trundle around, uh, you know, and well, I'd enjoy race. that. Yes. They but um, have you ever been in a glider? No, I was just talking about that. Well, it's Gilson's birthday, he plays the drums with me. Yeah, he, I know. He, he wants to go for a glider ride for his birthday. Yeah, I did it. It was horrible. Why? I did it. I loved the flying, but you're really strapped in tight, right? You know, you can't really move very much. I don't like that. Mm. And the cockpit, the glass, is there. What's an inch from your face? An inch or two maximum oh, from your face. Couldn't do that. And I hated it for that reason. Was I it really, silent or very noisy? Very silent. The flying was amazing, but I, I just that, that experience is, is, is deeply unpleasant. Mm. So don't tell like, Gilson that. I let him find that for himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't do the MRI. Really? No, I couldn't get it. I, I said, get me out of it. Oh, I just said, what, back, back on the, who, the Who's Greatest Hits, and I was fine. You had the music in the MRI? Yeah. No, yeah. It's the fact that you've got the, 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 you know, the yeah. tubes right in front of you. I couldn't take it. Get me out of here. I loved mm-hmm. every, I didn't have any music. I loved every minute. I thought it was last. I can get 10 minutes peace and quiet. Well, there is a little bit of that, but then it goes... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it makes a noise like the Nutty Professor. Yeah. I thought they'd put that on. I didn't think it was real. <laughs> There's one process that I had to have for an MRI after a stent procedure... And they, they get you in the MRI like that and they put this sort of lead thing on the, on your chest. You can't move at all. And they pump a drug into you that gets your pulse racing. So you're yeah. there and your pulse is racing, your heart's pumping away. The thing is there. I'm a boy, I'm a boy. You know? <laughs> it's like, get me out of here. <laughs> oh, I couldn't stand it. It's like some futuristic coffin. Yes, it is. Mm, nah, nah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for all your thoughts. That's a fun way to end. Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> From A-frame toilet to futuristic coffin. Yeah. Yeah? It's the way forward. Well, it's been a joyful ride for me, gentlemen. It's very been nice, a great very nice to see you both. Pleasure, pleasure and a privilege and, and, and lovely. And it was as, almost as gentle and as lovely as when you go fishing and we just take us into another world. So yeah. thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. Paul Whitehouse. Thank you very much. Well, there goes Paul. In his gold Ford Zodiac. Gold Ford Zodiac, made of solid gold, 24 karat gold, weighs a ton with uh, the number plate F-L-A-S-H on the back. (laughs) What does that spell then? (laughs) This podcast was produced and edited by Molly Stewart. Sound engineers with James Stewart and George Latham. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.